Broadcasting live from Studio E here down here in Central Florida. I am your host, Steve Elkins, and this is Off the Beaten Path. Today's date is May 14th, 2023. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. It's been a full week of news and sound bites, and news is being passed off as real news, much of which I would call the fake news. The time to be vocal is now. Silence is implied consent. Please visit the RBN website for great resource articles for provocative insight and share what you have learned. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. My email address is pretty simple. It's off the beaten path, Steve at gmail.com. And our call in line is 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. The other day I returned a call to a host on this network who speaks on issues of health and hazards of vaccines, topics that I agree should be discussed. Your show airs on Saturday evening. We discussed my diagnosis and how the diagnostics, my colonoscopy, found where I was bleeding. Turned out the bleed was in my right ascending colon, having a seven centimeter mass along with 7 to 15 lymph nodes that were positive for cancer, stage 3. We discussed natural path medicine and chemotherapy. Let me tell you firsthand, when you are in those shoes, you want to make the right choice of treatment because, guess what? There are no do-overs. I don't like flipping a coin. I don't like playing Russian roulette with my health. So my wife and I sat down and thoroughly discussed my options for treatment. I was never pushed in the direction that you must have chemotherapy. Never, ever. It was my choice. But if I did nothing, if I did nothing, there was a very good chance my cancer would return someday and metastasize to either my lungs, my liver, or my bones. These are the facts. It's a lot to think about. My wife and I decided that my best option is to take the chemotherapy between three months and six months, possibly, is what we're thinking. Conversation I had with the RBN host was personal and in strict confidence. At least I thought it was. Not to be used for her show, along with strong clues of who, what the, who that RBN host was. Me. I'm very disappointed in this person. There are some things that you, you, you just know to keep to yourself and not to repeat them on a platform. Again, I am very disappointed in this person. My conversation was between us. It was confidential not to be thrown out there and used as a topic for her show. I will leave it there. The other day, one of my highlights of the week is probably Thursdays. I walk out to the end of my driveway. I got a long driveway, about 200 feet. The uh, epic times, epoch times, epic or epoch, epoch. I walk out to pick up my epoch times on Thursday morning. That's probably the highlight of my week, actually, just because it's the most honest, informative paper that I know. It's the most honest, informative newspaper that I know. Everything else is pretty much crap. 
So on the way back to the house, I noticed a strong, thick-stemmed weed on the outside rim of my driveway. It was big. I attempted to pull it out by hand without, without success. The thing was deep. It was strong. I later on returned back with a hand spade, and I pulled it out. I dug down deep and removed that weed. But I looked down at that weed and took notice that the weed itself, not only was it thick, it was deep. It was about eight inch long root. And it had many, many tributaries, many branches on that weed. I started to think to myself, I applied this weed, this deep rooted weed to the concept of evil. In all the branches of evil, many branches. Now you know why it's so difficult to eradicate the weed and why it is so difficult to uproot evil. It is deep-rooted. It has many tributaries, many branches. It, uh, we are in for a fight with the evildoers that are bringing on their agendas to us right now. This is a fight for our survival. This is a fight for our own lives. More is coming. COVID was just the icebreaker. More is coming. More is coming. It's funny, all these coincidences, all these things just kind of happen. Accidental release from a laboratory. Yeah, right. What's going to be the next excuse? Oh, it just, this one got away. The the point is, the number one question is, what, what are you doing? What are you working on? And why are these things, first of all, they're probably illegal. I'm sure they're illegal to manufacture a bioweapon. It's illegal. You're not supposed to be doing this stuff. And then somehow it, it, it gets out of a, a laboratory. He said, we are in a fight for our lives, people. Um, be prepared. Be prepared. So what else is going on this week? Uh, I watched uh, the town, town hall meeting with Donald Trump and Caitlin Collins. I can only stomach about 10 minutes of that. I, first of all, couldn't figure out why Donald Trump would even go on the network of CNN. No idea. This is the network right around 2016 leading up to, you know, the campaign up to 220. He's always been talking from day one that CNN was the enemy of the people. They were fake news. Can't be trusted. They got a bunch of talking heads that are all biased, all reading a script, a script of anti-Trump and pro-Biden or pro-Democrat. Everything conservative was bad and everything was liberal was great. I sat down for 10 minutes. It was, it was tough. 10 minutes. I said, that's it. Told my wife, that's it. I'll watch somebody tomorrow, probably either Steve Bannon or maybe Charlie Kirk to get some highlights of of what it was. It was supposed to be about an hour and a half. It ended up being an hour and 10 minutes. That would have been brutal to go the full hour and a half or hour and 10 minutes. Um, so I didn't do it. But what I did watch, and of course the clips I did watch from Steve Bannon and Charlie Kirk, I thought that Donald Trump missed some really, really good opportunities, really good opportunities here. Of course, she opened up the show. Caitlin Collins opened up the show with, with a negative saying he's the front-runner of the Republican Party nominee. But then she went right into that lawsuit with E. Jean Carroll. And how he just lost in New York. And it's funny, it's, he lost in New York, Manhattan. Again, the DA is who? 
is Alvin Bragg, for God's sakes. This is one of the busiest men out there trying to take down Donald Trump. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a Trump fan. I, I, I think he's got lots of flaws, and I'm not going to spend the show talking about his flaws, but I do know a hack job here, and I do see this agenda of trying to take him down, which is not working, by the way. It's not working. January 6th didn't work. Russiagate didn't work. Nothing seems to take down Donald Trump. I guess we can pretty much call him the Teflon Don. But I watched a little bit here in the highlights. Uh, again, she was just, she would ask a question. And if it wasn't the, the answer she liked, she'd quickly cut it off. Never let him finish his thought. Try to disrupt him all the time. A diversion tactic there. If you don't like what's coming, then stop it and move on to something else. That's pretty much what she was doing. I saw the frustration in the clips, Donald Trump getting angry, and at one point saying you're a nasty person. A nasty person. I love that. I would have gone a little further. I would say you're a nasty, mean-spirited person. That was pretty much what I saw, a nasty, mean-spirited person. I'd save nasty person for somebody like Stormy Daniels, or I'd save nasty person for somebody like uh, Kathy Griffin. There's a nasty person. Stormy Daniels, she's a nasty person, disgusting person. But, uh, yeah, he should have gone a little further with that instead you're a nasty person. You're a nasty, mean-spirited person. But he had great opportunities. Uh, of course, she was always pointing back to the courts have decided, the courts have decided that there was no legal election fraud. There was no fraud at all whatsoever. There was no fraud. The courts are always right. The courts are not always right. We know judges are bought off. We know politicians are bought We know lawyers are bought off. We know, we know the deal. So don't give me that, throw that in my face, saying the courts have decided as if they're God and they've made their decision and they looked at all the evidence and found out that uh, this is the way it went down. It was a sham. Uh, I said, I, they say he came off winning this little town hall exercise, debate, whatever he did. I don't know. Um, CNN is licking their wounds a little bit. I think they wanted to heal really, really bad for him. It didn't quite go the way they had planned. So I guess maybe in, maybe it is a, a Donald Trump win. But when they were talking about the election fraud, I said, say it, say it. I kept saying to myself, say it, Donald. Drop 2,000 mules. Drop that title of that documentary. Drop 2,000 mules on them. Let that audience hear it. Of course, the audience was pro-Trump. I think that was one of the requirements that he wouldn't have done it without. If you think about it, if you had a, a total audience that was just uh, people that just hated uh, the, you know, Trump derangement system, syndrome sitting out there booing you and hissing you, that wouldn't have gone over well. And it would have looked really bad on CNN because they would have been the ones that moderated and actually brought in the guests uh, the audience here to uh, to being on their side, so they didn't they didn't do that. I was kind of surprised they didn't even do half and half. It seemed like be an overwhelming crowd for Donald Trump, but he didn't drop the two thousand meals. He didn't have a chance. He didn't do. He didn't drop the name of Ray Epps. It kept trying to say he did, should have done more. It's the insurrection. The insurrection. Donald Trump, you should have done more to stop it. Well. I remember the speech. You remember the speech. Some of you are going to make your way to the Capitol to peacefully assemble and make your voices be heard. I, there's no insurrection there. It's not saying do violence. It's not saying break the law. 
It's saying go to the Capitol, peacefully assemble, and let your voices be heard. You can't, you can't twist that. You can't twist that into an insurrection. But what you can do is drop Ray Epps' name where he's on his little bullhorn and saying, we must enter the Capitol. Yes, we must enter the Capitol. He's an FBI shill. He's a provocateur, and not a damn thing has happened to this guy. While you have other people locked up for just being on the steps of the Capitol, they're going away to jail for a long time. And Ray Epps is sitting on his little ranch, and not a damn thing's happened. And if you bring it up, they simply don't talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Well, why not? It is what it is. It points to the FBI being very corrupt, along with the D.C. Capitol Police. And what you have here is a true conspiracy. Two or more who decide to defraud for personal gain. In this case, bring down Donald Trump and prop up or push up Joe Biden. That's what you have here. You have a true conspiracy between the FBI and the D.C. Capitol Police. No doubt about it. And as long as we have this corrupt entity, intelligence agency, in place still, I don't know about the other 17, how corrupt they are. I would, I would assume they are. But the, he missed a good opportunity to drop the Ray Epps name into a true conspiracy here and somebody pushing, truly pushing an insurrection here. And now things happen to this guy. It's amazing. Amazing. Um, any other opportunities I can think of offhand? Well, he talked about the economy. He talked the border invasion. Those are all facts. The economy is spiraling down. We have a, a national debt of, what, $33 trillion. And I think that's a, an understatement of what really what we have here. Government always seems to do that. If it's a number that's true, or they can pull it off. They'll always pump their chest out there and beat their chest and say, look at this. These are great numbers. They may not be true numbers. And if they are true, they they do really exploit that and say, these are great numbers. We're doing such a, a fabulous job here. We are doing the business of the people. And if it's a bad number, well, they, they dumb it down. They dumb it down because it's embarrassing. You guys have but one job in Congress. You have one job, okay? To fix problems. To fix problems that arise. Most of the problems, they actually create. And if they don't create them, the man in the Oval Office there is the one creating the problems. And these people don't have the spine or the courage, as Mike Rivera would say, the gonadal tissue, to fix the problems. To tackle the person that is making the trouble and the problems. They don't have the guts to go up against Joe Biden. Well, why would they? They pretty much have a minority, a majority, in the House. The Senate, just barely, the, the Republicans have an edge there just by, what, one or two votes, votes there. So, you know, really, it can't get a whole lot done. Republicans are saying, I don't, I can't do it. I can't stop this guy. And let's not forget about rhinos. Republicans that act like, more like Democrats. So, you know. That's the situation I saw here, the national debt, $33 trillion. And then we have this border problem. We have this serious border problem. On May 11th, Title 42 expired. 
Greg Abbott sent down, the government sent down 1,500 special trained, special trained National Guard. What does that really mean? Special trained. You're either trained or you're, you're, you know, you're not trained, but I mean, are there different degrees in National Guard? I mean, we're talking about weekend warriors here. I, I, I had to do that weekend warrior thing, and I was no more special trained being a weekend warrior than, if anything, I, I wasn't a special soldier anymore because I've been out of it for a long time. And you just do one weekend, what, a month or every two months, whatever it is. So you can't call yourself a special, special soldier if you don't have the training that you would have if you were in active duty. So this whole thing of throwing around, I'm sending over 1,500 special National Guard agents here. I think what he sent over were 1,500 processors, I think. You know, this whole thing would really stop in, in a heartbeat. Uh, if you have 70,000 people that are on your border and people are lining up, they're backing up. We've got a lot of people that are going to be coming in here. And if you really want to stop them, of course, we have all kinds of great technology. We have that active denial system. I love this thing. It's a big radio microwave radio dish here. You could just kind of beam it down people and heats their skin up and they'll stop coming over the border. You could push them back. It won't kill anybody. It'll stop you in your tracks and you'll realize, wow, my flesh is kind of burning here. I don't think I can get across the border. And you retreat and go back to your own country. We have great technology to stop all this stuff. We have, uh, you name it, we've got it, we could use it, and we don't use it. But if uh, if this situation was happening in Israel, how do you think Israel would handle this situation? How do you think they'd handle this? You think they'd handle this with rubber bullets? No. No, they'd actually shoot to kill. Because they know they'd, they'd make their message clear, loud and clear. They're going to kill a few people, may kill quite a few people. But guess what? The invasion stops. They're not going to invade your country. But we can't do that. We're, we're such a, a godly, humane country. We could never possibly fire on people coming across our borders, bringing diseases, bringing crime, bringing us more debt. We could never do that. To our commercial break, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. Three stupid mistakes turned into shootings. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. In the span of six days, there have been three shootings, one of which was deadly, 
because of innocent mistakes. Two cheerleaders were shot in the parking lot of a Texas grocery store on Tuesday when they accidentally got into the wrong car. On Saturday, a group looking for a friend's house in New York pulled into the wrong driveway, where one of the group was shot to death by the homeowner. Last Thursday, in Missouri, a teenager was shot when he went to the wrong house looking for his twin brothers. Now, I own guns and rarely leave my house without one. I believe in the Second Amendment, but there is a responsibility that goes with the right to bear arms. Get trained, and not just once. Continue training. It is trigger-happy people like these that will cause us all to lose our right to keep and bear arms. Use code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com to protect your legal rights as a gun owner and get free training videos for members. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Israeli deterrence program, and that means uh, shooting to kill, not wounding, would, would uh, solve this problem here. Um, we have a, a sneak attack. That was a sneak attack at midnight on May 11th here. Um, they are coming across, and there's nothing really being done about to stop it. They're processing, far as I know. And uh, they're not taking uh, advantage of all the technology that we have to really stop people. We, we have many ways we could be stopping these people. But uh, Donald – not Donald Trump, but uh, Joe Biden. I want to call Joe Biden what he really is. He's a poser. On an issue like this, this border invasion, he's a poser. He's trying to look like he's doing something to stop the problem. And he's just posing, going through the motions that are not going to have – make a difference whatsoever. It's just the appearance that I'm trying to stop it. Well, I have to say you're you're an, you're, you're a failure. You're a failure at a very high level here. This is amazing. You're a phenomenal failure that you would uh, have 1,500 National Guard special, excuse me, special National Guard sent to stop 70,000 people, which is not going to happen. This guy is looking, and the Democrat Party is looking nothing more than for future Democrat voters. Bring him in, process him fast, send him to red states. In those states that are close, narrow margins there, and we're going to take those elections by having the voters. We may not even have to use Dominion. We may not have to use Smartmatic. We might be able to steal it just by the number of people we bring in to um, give them status, legal status, become Democrats. And, of course, they'll use your tax dollars, your hard-earned money, to buy off their new citizens to remain Democrats, to keep voting as a Democrat. And uh, what they're actually seriously doing is making sure that they never get out of office. They're assuring a life in politics forever and ever and ever to rule. Now, after they succeed in doing that, what are they going to do? they got to do something else. We, we, we own everything. 
But wait a minute, we we haven't quite we haven't quite got that Supreme Court where we want it. We want to pack the court. Yes, we want to pack the court with liberals who go along with our agenda here. So they're going to be working on Clarence Thomas. They haven't gone after Roberts yet. Um, Amy, Bo, uh, Amy Amy Barrett, Barrett, what's her last name? Hold on. Comey Barrett, Comey Barrett. Amy Comey Barrett. There's three right there they can go after, and they probably will. Um, and Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, we haven't got after Brett. Wait, well, we tried. We had that uh, Blassie Ford going after him of the, the sexual advances back when he was in high school. 17 and she was 15. They were at an alcohol drinking party. Oh, yeah, I forget about that. So they haven't quite, they don't quite control the Supreme Court, but you can bet it's on their list. Once they control both houses and they control the Oval Office, they'll have to just control the Supreme Court, control the rule of law, the higher beings there on the Supreme Court. And uh, definitely they're going to be working in on that. We do have a first call coming in here and, uh, Let's talk to her. Lynn in Maryland, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Steve. It's really nice to hear your voice. I appreciate you. And happy Mother's Day to all the Mrs. Elkins and your daughter. Yeah, yeah. And, thank you. And um, I just hope you have a great day. I actually didn't hear everything you said at the very beginning because that's when I called in. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to share one scripture with you, but okay. I I know that you made the right decision for you. Mm-hmm. And that you're doing what's best for you. Yeah, and right. I trust the Lord that you will be healthy and totally well. And well, you know, mean you this can't is a big do decision. Any other treatments yeah. or any other things besides. But yeah. the one thing I would say, because you know your stuff, is mm-hmm. listen to the doctor. Don't tough it out. Take those pre meds before any um, any treatments, especially make sure you got your anti nausea medicine on board. Yeah. Well, you know, this is this is a serious, serious thing here. And again, I don't like to gamble with my health or anything. I, I've done everything right. It turns out this is probably more of a hereditary situation here. And my wife and I, we prayed about it. Uh, we prayed about, I mean, I didn't want to take blood for God's sakes. I, I mean, I was worried about spike protein. I'm on my phone texting Dr. McCullough, say, hey, you know, spike protein in the blood supply. And he's saying, when I gave him my numbers, he said, Steve, you're critical. You're, you're just a step away from being a patient in your own ICU here. You need the blood. I mean, you're, on this one, you're going to have to roll a dice, and I think you're fine, but take the blood. And I did. We prayed about it, and I said, please, don't let there be any spike protein in this. I don't want any more problems. Just want to fix this one here or figure it yeah. out. And yeah. uh, so and that's where let, we are. And and, get, uh, if you can get get them to to subscribe some B12 injections because you can give it to yourself. You can get some um, hydroxycobalamin. There's a great book. Could it be B12? The Epidemic Mm -hmm. of Misdiagnosis by Pakalak and her husband, Stuart, who's an ER doc. And, um, you know, my mother was prescribed um, Procrit shots until Medicare wouldn't pay anymore, and then they gave her B12. I said, you tell that doctor who wouldn't diagnose me and give me the $35 blood test that I have pernicious anemia, and I got it from somebody. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but um, actually, there is there is a website for Hallelujah Acres, hacres.com. Mm-hmm. Can I hold over for just a second? Yes, you can. I have yes, you about can. Another so stay with seconds. us, and we'll be right back after this commercial Thank break. Thank you very much.
are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift what in the world is an ease-off drop and lift our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease-off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits okay i'm convinced where can i get my ease off go to easeoff.com that's e-a-z-e-o-f-f.com and hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time easeoff.com we make pigs fly cows too easeoff llc 417-932-6419 
let's go back to the phones and let's uh, pick up where we left off with Lynn in Maryland. Welcome back, Lynn. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Steve, I'll be fast. I was mentioned in Holly Acres, hacres.com. I actually did that one time when I had a cancer scare, but I also do my homework. And Pastor George Malcolmus, who claimed he had colon cancer and his mom had, a, had colon cancer, he was actually never diagnosed with colon cancer, just an FYI. Again, I do my homework. I like, I like um, what's his name, Cousins' um, advice. Laughter's good medicine. You know, a smile on her face and happy, you know, getting through it, getting through it. I'm, I actually heard on Monday that you that it, from what I heard, it sounded like you got a port, so that'll make your life easier. So yeah, I'm glad yeah, that I you did, did I that. Port. It's a little sore. It hurts a little right now. You yeah. know, you're right. Laughter just, is good just, medicine. And I, I had my, my wits, and uh, I was still kind of uh, uh, believing the same thing. Laughter is great medicine. Let me tell you a, real, a, a funny story real quick here. One, one of my nurses uh, coming in my room, of course, I happened to be in the hospital at the same time uh, through a nine days. It went through. And uh, it turns out that April Fool's Day was uh, – I was still in the hospital on April Fool's Day. And uh, I was talking to one of these CNAs, and I was talking about our dogs. We, we love our dogs. And I said, I, f- I came across this, this uh, pet dog shampoo that's for fleas and ticks, and it's great. It's got a nice smell of, of clove and, uh, and lemongrass, and uh, evidently mosquitoes and uh, other fleas don't like this, this, this odor to smell. And I said, you can actually find it at the Dollar Tree. And I gave her the, the brand name. I said, this stuff's really amazing. And so uh, I, I had my wife bring, him in, bring me a bottle in. And it was perfect because it, she came into the hospital. She brought me a bottle. I was going to give it to this CNA. And I had not shared this story with anybody else, just the CNA. And I said, I'll bring you a bottle. My wife, you can try it on your dogs. And, you know, we're getting into that season now anyway. And so I had the the bottle sitting on my hospital table there next to my bed bedside table and it's, it's clearly it's clearly for animals it's got a dog on it and cat on it and uh, it's a flea and tick shampoo and so my my uh, nurse comes in and she says would you like to clean up and bathe up bathe a little bit so sure i would like to bring me some washcloths and bring me some nice warm water i brought my shampoo already my my bath shampoo <laughs> right here and she looked over that and she saw that it had a dog and a cat on it and it said for fleas and ticks for animals. And she looked at me like, are, are you serious? And I said, yeah, stuff's great, man. I said, I, you know, it's great for humans too. And she looked at me and then I kind of smirked and laughed. And I said to her, I said, April Fool's. Uh, so <laughs> I did have my, my sense of humor and she laughed. We both laughed. But, uh, you know, it was a, a serious time, you know, nine days to sit back and, and reflect and think, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better in my lifestyle? And I came, I came to the conclusion, nothing. I really couldn't. I couldn't come to anything. I have no bad habits. It's simply, it's simply something that happened. I even took the extra steps into having the colonoscopy at age 50, which it was unremarkable. There was nothing. Uh, the gastric was fine. The EGD was fine. The colonoscopy was fine. Not, a, not one polyp. You're doing great, Steve. And so I thought, wow, I've got a good 10, 15 years before I'll have to repeat this process again. And then I turn around and I have this issue. I'm losing blood. I'm getting paler and paler. I'm wiped out. I can't really go from here to there without having to sit down and stop and get my wind back. And clearly there's something wrong with me. And I thought it was a myocarditis. But it turns out I was bleeding. And I was just another week of of continuing on 
Had I not gone in the hospital on that Saturday morning, Lynn, I would have uh, dropped even further on my hemoglobin and hematocrit, and I probably would have gone into a cardiac arrest the following week. I would have died. I'm serious. I would have. That was that. And my numbers were that bad. And thank um, God. And I, I got in, and uh, you need blood. Oh my God! Yes, what? Yeah, yeah, you can. Sure do. Blood and oxygen are kind of important. A little water yeah, in there yeah, helps. You need the blood to carry the oxygen, <laughs> so I had to have that. And so, like I said, that. And I, I wouldn't recommend drinking my urine personally. Well. <laughs> every time I hear that, I'm just like, oh yuck! You know, if I was stuck under a building in an earthquake, but that's going to be pretty concentrated. That couldn't be healthy yeah. either. But even then, yeah. it's still disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I recommend my prescription, stay away from the news, laugh, watch cartoons, love your family. And you know what? You're going to get through this, and you're going to be better. Okay, and I'll share one scripture with you. And the thing I'd recommend is to read your King James 1611 authorized version only, not a study Bible. But here's from 3 John, which is only one chapter, so verse 2. And it's the only verse I'm going to read you. Beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. And so that's what I pray for you. And keep that, keep away from wireless. Keep your cell phone away from your body and out of your bedroom. Oh, oh, and you might want to listen to Chris Hinckley's program from last Friday, Red Warrior I love, I Radio. Love, I love Chris. I love Chris. And, and Chris. He, well, he had Martin Paul on. And and so um, it was about wireless. So you might want to listen okay. to that. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, bless your heart. Like just just stay well. Take those meds before your treatment that you're supposed to take, though, Doc. I will do. <laughs> you know, because you know you're probably one of the best patients in the world too. I, I bet nurses love you, and you get uh, to teach them. You know, I challenged them. I challenged them, I, and I talked about this that there were some. There were some deficits that I saw, and I attributed to everybody I talked to that uh, had missed some training, quite a bit of training in their <laughs> clinicals because of COVID, and I, I, I could see it. I could recognize it, and it's because of my years and years of experience. I mean, I got 30 years in ICU and ER, so I, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I saw go to deficits. a military or a VA hospital. That's fun. Actually, they have me train the nurses on the urology ward how to do a, a sterile cath. Right, right. I'm not a stuff. nurse. I mean, boy, you <laughs> I gotta, read the you package. Gotta to, you got to know how to do that stuff. That's really important. Yeah, you know? the gloves are there for a reason, and they are just for you. <laughs> right, right. So thank Lynn, you, thank, thank you, you and we, you know what? We so, will all look forward to your sharing and whatever you want to share. And you can stay away from the news. And I certainly agree with you about the border. I don't know why they haven't been zapping it the whole time. You don't need to build a wall. No. no. You already have the technology. Just warm it yeah. on up. Just beam it. It'll do the trick. You know, this is well planned out. Everybody's known for two years. May 11th was coming. Well, you know, all you got to really do is is be, uh, is be remove the incentive. If you remove this incentive to come here, people don't come here. You've given them jobs. You've given them health insurance. You, you, they're, getting, they're getting everything at the cost of the, uh, the taxpayer. If you remove the incentives, they will not come here. Because yeah, it's uh, not going to be a whole lot better real soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what I see to happen, what I see to happen, if this thing is not curtailed and stopped, Lynn, we are going to see that uh, $33 trillion, I mean, it's going to go up exponentially. But you're also going to see everything else that's going to go by the wayside here. And uh, let's talk about the hospitals. The hospitals are going to be overloaded, just 
tons and tons of traffic going into the hospitals. And they're going to have to eat the cost because the government's not going to pay for it. Just go over to Jackson Memorial in Miami. You'll see. Yeah, at some point in time, at some point in time, hospitals close. If they can't pay their people and they can't pay, you know, buy their equipment and pay for their equipment, they close their doors. We are going to see hospitals have to close because they cannot they cannot function without a paying customer. And these people will have no money, but they'll get everything for free. You got, the store owner has to close the store if he has no no paying customer. And that's what's going to happen here. Yeah. Holy gonna, Cross Hospital us, here is like that, but Jackson Memorial is a public hospital. And that ER is actually, it has several armed police officers at all times. It's dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've had patients change to the to the the gurney, uh, locks on the ICU door, so because gangbangers come want to come in and and take out take out a, a witness or something. I've seen it. I've yeah. been in those hostile areas. I I work in that hostile area, so I know um, what's coming across that border is not going to be. It's not. It's going to be wor- some of the worst of your the worst of the worst is going to come over that border. The worst of the worst. Yeah, and not everybody. I mean, you know, we we have do have to have compassion, but there's a reason we have laws and rules. Well, any any country that fails to have a border is not a sovereign country. We have to have some rules. We have to monitor who comes in this country. I mean, yeah. think about it. We had a government uh, that was going after terrorists because why? Terrorists. We we have to go after terrorists. And now you have what open open borders, basically open borders, and people are coming across who are criminals, bringing in drugs, fentanyl, and everything else. Uh, the drug cartels are going to own the borders. Uh, and so you, you, you have this, this uh, fallacious war on terrorism, but then you have your back door wide open allowing people to come in who could hurt your country. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. What, what I see, it's amazing what we're seeing. Well, I just pray there's a lot of peace all around you, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have a good hospital and good nurses and doctors, and you already know a lot of them, so you were in the best hands. And I, I pray that. for the very best and for quick and quick treatment that works fast and mm-hmm. shorter than even expected. It's so effective. That would be nice. I, I like bless that. Bless your yeah. heart Thank you. and bless your Thank wife. Thank you very much. Thank you, Anne. Thank Appreciate you very that. much, Steve. Good night. Ah, that's nice. Nice to hear. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Uh, hey, we got a Floridian on here. Let's talk to Tom in Florida. Welcome, Tom. Yeah, um, good day. Uh, good evening, Stephen. Uh, uh, happy Mother's Day to all the RBN women out there and, uh, you know, all the wonderful caller women. Uh, so happy Mother's Day to them. Uh, and, yeah. and the lady's talking about Jackson Hospital. Steve, I was over the other day across the street from the University of Miami. All that stuff's run like a third-world banana republic. Okay, mm-hmm. I can tell you all kinds of stories about their ER and all that nonsense. And let me explain. Jackson hospitals probably eighty percent of their traffic patients, and you know you got you know, the gunshots and all that, wounds and all that. But here, I didn't call about that. Uh, you, can you hear me, Steve? Yeah, I hear you fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I want to talk about. First off, okay. uh, you know, Ron DeSantis has passed uh, passed the bill for uh, the medical yes, situation Senate bill where you 1718, have seventeen eighteen. Seventeen eighteen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he just passed that bill. And I was wondering, you know, Steve, you're a Californian. You saw, I, I, was, I would like you to compare uh, Newsom to DeSantis. So what do you, I oh. bet you, you must be super happy to get out of that California and not uh, get oh, into yeah. a, uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, big time, big I'm time. Sure Actually, are. when I was there, it wasn't Gavin Newsom. It was, um, 
who was the one the the governor that dated um, the rock and roll? Got it. Uh, yeah, it was, Jerry, it was Brown. Jerry Brown. It was Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown. And yeah, he was Jerry doing Brown, a lousy yeah. job. Jerry Brown was doing a lousy job. Yeah, he's, a, he's so. another crook. But, uh, you know, Steve, here, here's the reason I called you. I don't know if you've been watching the news, mm-hmm. uh, but the border. Have, yeah. Did you hear today on Breitbart and Newsmax about all the tuberculosis and uh, yeah. polio's coming back? But, but polio, the listen TB to, is on the rise. TB's, we're going to see a lot of TB. TB's coming over. Yeah. Uh, even chicken pox, yep. for some reason, they got a chicken pox camp out there on the border in Texas. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff come in. Again, this is going to be jamming up our hospitals. And like I said, the hospital, yep. you know, it doesn't get paid after a while. They start to get rid of services, get rid of people, people people leave, and uh, doors close of hospitals if they can't pay their bills. Steve, it's not going to be good. Steve, the Jack- Jackson Memorial Hospital gave it out hundreds of millions of dollars of uh, operations to you know, people from all over, especially the Latin America or, or Hispanic countries. Uh, they come in here to get six, four, five hundred thousand dollar operations. If it was a white guy out there, they'd tell you to go out in the hall and die. They'd tell you to die. You understand? But I, I want to go, I want to go back down. With good Did you hear the Guatemalan president said three days ago, Steve, from Guatemala, mm-hmm. the president of Guatemala and El Salvador? He's saying that the tuberculosis is so bad in some of those the one prison in Guatemala, and those people they're they're bringing them, and there's tuberculosis running rampant in Guatemala, and this guy's even saying, "What are you gringos doing? You don't even have no control of your borders, and they're coming all they're walking this thing, you're walking from Guatemala, all the way through Mexico, and they're coming into our uh, uh, Texas and Arizona, Steve. Yeah. If that ain't a, a, a disgrace, and Steve, how dare? How dare that dirty Irish rat bastard Biden call white people at a black college the real the racist the, the real uh, 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 we're the ones that we better be careful about we're the we're the ones that are going to take that destroy the country to white people and he's talking is he singling out white women also on that because it sounds like he is and if he's doing that he's a dirty low life Irish who's allowed abortion and homosexuality to run rampant yeah. and I'm a Catholic I was I used to be a Catholic I'm not a Catholic no more. I will not. Mm-hmm. I will not ever go uh, support a Catholic again in my life. And what they have done, they're criminal. They have become demonic. I'll tell you what, How I, I, I need to Biden. move on here real quick here because I got a couple more in the loop. But I, I may finish off with saying, yeah. just let's watch. Let's watch how fast the pharmaceuticals are, will kick in. With they have a uh, solution to the problem. You watch. They're going to be start coming out with uh, TB t- uh, shots. We have this, <laughs> this, and that. You watch. Oh, yeah. Rifampin. Rifampin is one of the drugs we use for TB. Uh, that stock is probably going to go through the roof. Uh, there's a couple others for for TB, but uh, you watch the, yeah. uh, the the problem, and they already have the solution, and they're going to try to cash in there also. Yeah, Steve, how, how how can Biden say he's a Catholic when he's for abortion and for homosexuality? Can somebody explain that to me? How can this guy stand in front of millions of people say that he's a Catholic and he loves the Catholics? And this well, guy's for abortion, and he's for homosexuality to run rampant. If you go back to the watching The Godfather, and this is an example here, and I'm not going to, I don't want to characterize and generalize that all Catholics are like this because they're not. I've met some very good Catholic people. But I'm also, like, yeah, I, I know, the, I hear you. But the mafia, the mafia can, claims to be part of the Catholic Church, too. So they can go ahead and whack a guy and, uh, and Sunday uh, ask for forgiveness, and it's all washed away. So. I think Joe Biden is one of those um, those Godfather Catholics uh, that he doesn't have a heart and he could do whatever and then later on ask for forgiveness. No, he's, he's a liar. He's, he's clean now, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, he's, he's clean, all right. He's a clean liar. He'll be lying the rest of his day, <laughs> bumbling and fumbling by. He is, he is. So, Tom, anyways, I'd love to go on. I'm doing thanks, tomorrow's thanks show, call. though, and I expect you to call in on, on um, Monday's show. Definitely want to hear from you again. Yeah, you, you got some you got some good stuff there to talk about. We can go further into uh, the Ron DeSantis Senate Bill 1718 and also his, uh, his drive to stop foreign nationals, uh, mainly Chinese nationals, from buying land in Florida which I support 100%. we got to stop all these uh, Chinese nationals from buying up, uh, buying up our farmland. Between them and Bill Gates, uh, we're going we're gonna to have very few farms, and we're going to see this shortage of food get even more and more serious. Uh, but call in, call in definitely tomorrow, Tom. I would like to talk to you more about this. Okay? Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Mike in Kentucky. Welcome, Mike. I don't want to sound like a drug commercial, but ask your doctor about uh, a couple of things. But you might, if you're any good at digging through research papers, uh, in the last, I don't know, 15 years, I've heard of a couple of promising things that work in conjunction or can be, depending on your oncologist, if they're favorable to it, will work in conjunction with your uh, chemo. And one of those is uh, beta-glucans, specifically for mushrooms, is what's been researched, but it's also in oatmeal and other grains. It's just the type that's in mushrooms that has shown promise. And what, then kind of, two, what kind of mushrooms are we talking about here? What kind of mushrooms? Well, they, the products you buy as a supplement are isolated. You, don't, you can mm-hmm. eat the mushrooms, but yeah. there's a few products. And I forget that it's... One dash six beta glucans or something like that. It's different from just straight up beta glucans. So I don't want to name any brands. I mean, if you want, I'll try to get you the information. There's free free samples available from some companies, but yeah. uh, that and turmeric are have yeah. both been researched okay. and shown to make chemo work better. Now, I've yeah. always puzzled over that. I've got a, a scientist that I've thrown some stuff at, and their their basic adage is science is hard. And uh, and it is, but it's hard to read some of these papers and try to determine how confident they are in their own research sometimes. Yeah. But the tumor. I'm also uh, I'm also looking at the possibility. Also, I know my surgeon. I had a fabulous surgeon. This guy yeah. calls me. He was internationally. He was somewhere doing a lecture on colon cancer, mm-hmm. and uh, so he he knows about my case. And we thought he was in in the country in the states, and he wasn't. He was in another country. So evidently, the, somebody texted him and said, hey, we've got this, uh, this patient here. He's got this stage three. And that's his specialty, bowel surgery, uh, colon cancer. And so he calls me from wherever he is, tell me he's going to be back in town on Wednesday. And uh, he'll come and stop and see me. He knows all my numbers. He knows everything. He's seen the diagram, what's, what's happening. He's looked at all my films. And uh, we'll do surgery. We're going to do surgery on Thursday. And right. uh this guy here is big on, we asked him about it. He's big on juicing. Yeah. All kinds of juices, like uh, carrot juice and I'm car- glad you cucumber. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, there's some antifungal diets, too, that are hard to stick mm-hmm. to that some people have had good results on going on for a period of weeks, and then you go back to the, your juicing and, and uh, you know, trying to allow your liver to detox. Um, which means probably staying away from a lot of animal proteins. I mean, yeah. nobody wants to hear that, but no, I agree. Uh, I agree. Your liver and gallbladder are the ones that work the hardest to break that stuff yes, down. Do. With the acid yep. 
But anyway, I would research it a little bit. That way, when you ask your doctor about it, you can say, well, what about this study? It may benefit other people besides you because you sound like you, you like to help other people. I mean, you can't do what you've done all these years yeah, uh, and not. You know, I, I never thought myself to be on the other side. Well, you know, I've taken care of a lot of sick people and, and this and that for, for a number of years. Yeah. And then to be on the other side now and, and say, I'm the sick one now. I, I need some some treatment. What you know, beta does, it's called an immune modulator, and it helps to basically, and you know, this is my words, tune mm-hmm. your immune system to attack the bad actors. The the, mm-hmm. the cancer cells put out a certain mm-hmm. sugar that's yeah. real similar to the, what the beta-glucans uh, tune. It's a, called an immune modulator. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to look into why that works uh, okay. and be able to tell the doctor, and, and, you know, maybe he'll look into it and go, hey, this might actually work, you know, because it, yeah. it, it's been researched. Uh, uh, I forget, Loma Linda and uh, the one in New York, the big cancer center up there, uh, yeah. and a couple different places. Uh, yeah. I always wonder how they can tell that uh, it wasn't just the turmeric that actually worked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I've, I've thought about that also, you know, the tumor. Oh, yeah. so you know about that. Yeah, I do. I know about that. Actually, I also saw read some articles about ivermectin, believe it or not. Yeah. And I think I actually sent that over to Dr. McCall. I said, hey, what do you know about this? You know, do you know anything about ivermectin being used for cancer? And uh, he didn't respond back to that one. I know a so. Houston lawyer that had a, a radical, uh, no, what they call a novel antifungal treatment for his brain tumor, and he got some of his sight back because it was uh, pressing on his optic nerve. But uh, yeah. some some people have pretty good results worth looking into. I would do, would do. Yeah, he gets Thanks. so many dang, he gets so many texts and emails. I, I think I, I, I'm I was sure the radar that you're going to get here. Every guru and what, yeah. whatever is going to come at yeah. you. But those two things, uh, okay. and I ran a local TV station for uh, basically by myself for the last well, I don't know 14 years, and we had a couple of health shows, one out of Texas, that interviewed people like. Uh, Dr. McCullough and uh, Stephen Sinatra and some of the bigger yeah. names that you may have heard. Uh, it yeah. was uh, Dr. Becker, and then the other guy was uh, um, Know the Cause, Doug Kaufman. He's really big into fungus yeah. and cancer being linked yeah. and uh, got lots of old textbooks yeah. to talk about. Yeah, it's funny that we're, we're talking about this issue of cancer here, and uh, what was it? Uh, has it been like two months now since Jimmy Carter? We thought Jimmy Carter, ex-president, former president, is going to be dying here pretty soon of cancer. We uh, thought he, he they cured him long ago, and then suddenly he's back. Cancer's back, and now he's uh, I, he's he's okay again now. So I don't know. Oh, so my, must, my dad, my dear old dad, has been taking beta glucan, and the beta glucan has leveled out my dad's uh, white blood cell count a couple of different times. So it's it's worth looking into. All right, appreciate that, Mike. All right, appreciate. Thanks. It. Thanks again. All right, back to the phones. Let's catch up here. Jr. in Georgia. Welcome back, Jr. Oh, good evening, Steve. How are you, Jr.? Um, I have a heavy heart thinking of you and what you're going through. A real heavy heart. Jr., I'll tell you right now, we're coming up on the 30th. May 30th will be two months since I had the surgery. I'm a lot better off now than I was earlier on. This was a, ma- a major mental thing for me at first blaming myself trying to figure out where i messed up and you know and i, I realized i didn't and uh, and it's nice that the surgeon told me said you didn't do anything wrong i mean you're in good health you you I mean you look like you're really in good shape and everything you know muscular tone and everything 
Um, it's this is uh, this is not your lifestyle. This is not a bad lifestyle. This is uh, called genetics, and don't beat yourself up about it. But we're gonna we're gonna sit down. We're gonna find out some some options here. What we're gonna do, and uh, and we're gonna treat you. So, Jr. We got a commercial action. We got top of the hour coming up. Second hour coming up. Uh, Jr. Stick around. I wanna I wanna talk more about this. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.